Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. I want to show you something in the scripture that I think is going to be helpful to us that will give us a, a strategy. In Psalm 105, verse number one, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. These are strategies for me. These, these are things that I think will help us to remember. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name and make known his deeds among the people. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. We a whole month of Thanksgiving. Am I right? You remember that, right? See, I told you it works. This remembering thing works. A whole month, every message, every service for the whole month of November was Thanksgiving and the giving of thanks. Every message and every service for the whole month was on Thanksgiving. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Testify. Testify of his goodness. Remember the praise and thanksgiving service? We had testimonies telling of his deeds, telling of his wondrous works. Verse number two says, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of his wondrous works. Why do we sing and we sing psalms unto him? Psalms are songs that have been written specifically to express a relationship between God and man. It's not just any kind of song, but it's a psalm, a psalm of worship, a psalm of praise. So here's a strategy or tool to remember what God has done in our lives. Look where he's brought me from. Oh, look where. You remember the song? We sing those songs and those psalms and those hymns so that it will rehearse our mind. The very muscle of remembrance comes back. You know, I I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. The Holy Ghost told me everything's going to be all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is going to be all right. I mean, it's all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Before you know, you have in church by yourself. Have you ever done that? Have you been there? You trying to wash clothes and and it sounds like the washing machine is, is, is the band, the praise band. Yeah, and you and you and you praising God. The windshield wipers are saying, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And that's because something inside of you remembers just how good God has been. And you refuse to let the moment go past without saying, I'm going to just put your hands up and tell him thank you. Yeah, just And we put our hands up because it breaks up the cycle of our everyday pattern. Let's try it. Try it again because some of you ain't lift your hands all day. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, and some of you don't like to be told what to do. That's why I'm pressing you. Just say, thank you, Lord. Yeah, see, when we learn how to do what we've been asked to do, it might just help us because when we ask somebody for help, they're going to tell you what you should have done a long time ago. Lift your hands and tell him, thank you, Lord. And so those, those patterns alone, I mean, think about it. We learn by repetition our ABCs. We learn by repetition mathematics. We learn by repetition you don't do this and you should do that. Brushing your teeth, making up your bed, combing your hair, putting your clothes, ironing your clothes. We learned all those things and they are in our memories. You say, well, you know, I think I'm, I forgot how to pay my bills. No, you don't forget how to pay your bills. I know I better not forget how to come home. I, I didn't forget how to eat. You don't forget how to sleep. So, so, so what, what, what do we need to do then? The scripture says, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of his wondrous works, glory ye in his holy name, and let the heart of them that rejoice seek the Lord. I don't want to skip over this. I want to make sure that we are recognizing the fact that we have an obligation that when we remember how good God has been, we want some more. Yeah, you remember that chili and how good it was. Oh, if he cooks some more of that, I want some of it this time. 
You know, just our appetite. I'm talking the natural appetite. How much more if God has satisfied us with all good things, should we seek him the more? Don't go after an alternative. Go after the same God that blessed you the last time, the same God that brought you out before, the same God that brought you through a situation that you didn't think you'd ever make it through, the same God that restored your thinking can restore it again, the same God. Different day, same God. New month, same God. New mercies, same God. Morning by morning, they're new, but it's the same God. You remember him, right? The strong tower, deliverer, Rose of Sharon, bright and morning star, lily of the valley. Oh, he's the great I am, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Nisi, Shalom, and canoe. That is a word. It's the same God. Remember? Yeah, this is helping me. This is helping me because it's some stuff that I ain't never been through before. I've never seen that. I've never had that before. I've never gone through this particular thing before. Some of you are saying that right now, but it's the same God and there's nothing too hard for him. Remember that one? With God, all things are possible. Remember that one? To him, nothing shall be impossible to those that believe. Remember that one? So we are now making a demand on our remembrance. Make a demand on your ability to remember. Now, let me get this right. Now, how did I say it the last time? Let me see. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you. Come thou now quickly, Lord, unto me. Now, you don't even have to remember it word for word. You don't have to remember it verbatim. In fact, all you know is that when you was in a situation, you got down and you hollered, help, and he helped you. You hollered, Jesus, and he was right there. You said, oh, God, and he said, yes, child. And so remember the process. I had to go through that to get to this. You know, it was good for me that I had been afflicted because now I got some sense with my afflicted self. But afflictions are temporary. Afflictions are only momentary. It's just for a short period of time until you can get through the process. Do you know when you build something, you take, you take innovation, you take creativity, you take ideas, and you put them to use, but you need to have a pile of junk in order to make it work. You got to have something to make something out of, which means that your mess in the situation of our lives is the very thing that we can use to build a testimony. Now, you don't go and look for no mess. You just take what you've got and make victory out of it. Come on, write that one down. That's a good one. Catch that one. You need to catch that one. You take what you have and you make a victory out of it. Remember, you have everything that you need in order to succeed in life. Everything that he's promised, he's already given. You say, well, I don't see it. Remember where it came from the last time. It didn't come in a loud, boisterous, you the man, you the woman. No, it came in a still, quiet voice. Get up and wash your face and keep moving forward. Remember, it came in a small, still voice of encouragement that says, don't give up. Don't give in. Just give it over to the Lord. You remember when you heard that, I know it seems dark right now, but if you keep waiting through the night, eventually joy is going to come. Day is going to break. Day is going to break. Change is going to happen. God is going to manifest himself, and God is good. Last I checked, it's not God's going to be good. No, God is good. I just ain't got there yet. God is good. So we call unto him, and we run toward him. Is this blessing anybody at all tonight? So seek the Lord. And his strength. Seek his face. For how long? Just until you get to your next blessing. Just until you get to that job you really want. When you get the job, then you don't need to seek him no more. (laughs) Just until that person comes into your life that's perfect. You know, the one you've been dreaming about. The one that you remember ever since you was a little bitty. You've been dreaming about a person like this. And they finally come into my life. Ooh. (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm like, Sister Lachey, they probably not done yet. <laughs> and if you're that googly, you ain't done yet. <laughs> Understand that there's a formula to success in God. The fifth verse says, remember his marvelous works. Remember his marvelous works. Marvelous works. Remember his marvelous works. Remember his marvelous works. I don't care where you put the inflection. That is not confusing at all. <laughs> There's nothing confusing about that at all. It's simple. Everybody in here that can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth can understand to remember God's marvelous works. Let's first accept the fact that he's marvelous. <laughs> let's, 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 marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. What does that mean? That means that he has a wonder about him that just marvels me. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he, but he got, he did. Didn't he do that? Won't he do it? Won't he? Did he? Did, won't he? Will, he did it. That's marvelous. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our sight. Marvelous, though, requires you having seen it and acknowledged it. It's not marvelous if you didn't see it. It might be marvelous to you, but until I see it, it, ain't mar- it don't marvel me. I'm not, I'm not marveled until I see that manifestation, until I experience it. So that requires memory as well. That requires you to take the encounter where God has blessed you and marvel in that. What you're so excited about? God delivered me. When? 1974. I'm still excited. <laughs> I guess you marvel at yet Marvel in the things that you know that he's done. Marvel in his wondrous works. You can look at some people and go, no, that's a marvelous piece of work right there. Look at somebody and say, that's marvelous. Yeah, you're marvelous. It's, it's a marvel to think that, that God could take somebody like you and make somebody like you. Think about that. Somebody like me? And look, and look what he's done. That's marvelous. And when we look at his marvels, when we are marveled by the glory of God, how do you think he feels about that? What does that do for God that you are marveling at his works? The opposite of it is what does it do to God when we take for granted his works and we don't acknowledge his works and we don't testify of his works and we don't sing of his works and we don't glory in his works and we just think that he's supposed to work, 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 work. He's a working God. So when are you marveling? I was watching the praise team and how excited they were. They were marveling in that song. They're marveling in that. Not just to get you excited. I think, I think when somebody truly marvels in a thing, you get excited too. That's why people go to the circus. That's why people go to the zoo. That's why people look at jury and go, because <gasps> somebody else marveled in it. Now, everything that marvels somebody is not going to marvel you. I already know that. But there's some things that we share in common about God. Take a deep breath. Let it out real slow. You don't want to hurt nobody. That's marvelous. That's marvelous. Isn't it marvelous? I'm serious. Follow the instructions, people. We don't want nobody hurt in here. But isn't it marvelous? Isn't it marvelous to think, wow, I'm still here. Go ahead and just kind of tap the person next to you. Just just a, a good touch, not a bad touch. Good touch. Just say, yep. You feel that? You feel that? That's marvelous, isn't it? Just smile. So stop and think about how marvelous it is that you can smile again. Remember there was a time when you couldn't smile at all? You know, it wasn't that you didn't feel like it. It, wasn't that, it was just that it wasn't there. It was not there. You felt like it, but you couldn't. Maybe guilt or shame or, or embarrassment or agony or pain or, or greed or, or, or unforgiveness. Something stole that joy. And now that you got it back, now that you have it, that's marvelous. Let me close with this. It says glory in it. It, it speaks specifically that we are to marvel in it. Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. And I'm going to stop there because the judgments of God's mouth, 
the judgments. I could preach a whole series on just the judgments of his mouth. What has come out of God's mouth about you? What has God spoken about you? What does his word say? I mean, he's not going to go beyond his word. If he printed it in the word, if it's in the word, if it is in the word and God said it, so shall it be. Heaven and earth will pass away. But if it came out of his mouth, always going to be. What has he said now? Now, you got to remember what he said about you in order to be able to appreciate what I just said. You got to remember, he said to you that you shall live and not die. He said to you that you are a woman of God or a man of God. He has said to you that you would be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the first and not the last, that you shall be blessed when you go in and when you come out and when you rise up and when you lie down in the storehouses, in the barns, in the fields, your animals, your dog is going to be blessed. He said all of those things about you, but do you remember him saying that? The scripture declared that we are to call him into remembrance of his word. So this plays a two-way street. Surely God's going to bless. He's going to keep blessing. He's going to bless you tomorrow. But remember yesterday he blessed you when the day before you didn't know if you was going to make it? But he said, no, 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 I'm going to bless you. When the sun rises, I'm going to bless you. And you know what? As far as the east is from the west, that's how far your sins are going to be from you. I'm going to forget the stuff that I could have judged you for, and I'm going to speak well of you. So God says, I love you, my child. I, I love you, daughter or son. I need you in my house and I want you to find a place in my family. Come on, move up close and be a part of what I have for the body of Christ in the earth today. Yes, the world has got its issues and there are circumstantial problems going on in the world system, but they that wait upon the Lord, you're going to renew your strength. Am I right? That's what the word says. Remember, he says, they that wait upon the Lord. How many waiting on the Lord? I'm waiting on God, so I'm going to renew my strength. I remember the formula is renew your strength and mount up with wings like eagles. Run and don't grow weary. And if you have to slow the pace and start walking, don't faint. Because when I use my memory, the enemy can't confuse my mind. When you use your memory, it's a muscle. Get a little scientific on you. Your memory muscle or gland literally secretes a chemical when something triggers that gland. Certain smells, I remember that. Certain tastes, I remember that. You can see a color that reminds me of. You can see somebody that looks like somebody Today I saw somebody who looks just like you. Y'all remember that song, don't you? Uh-huh. Yes, it's, yeah, that's a baby boomer song. That's a baby boomer thing. That's a, that's a baby boomer thing. Yes, y'all, y'all don't know that one? No, we look, we, look, we look like somebody we thought we knew. He looked just like, you know you look just like so-and-so. It triggers things. What happens is that that muscle secretes a chemical that will either tell you, keep moving toward it, or run away from it. Here's a, this is a strategy for success in God. When you start feeling that memory, you start feeling that, you got to decide, okay, is this good juices or bad juices flowing here? Is this good vibe or bad vibe? Am I, am I thinking of the goodness of the Lord, or am I thinking I, just, I could rip their throat out? If that's the case, if that's the case, stop. Use selective memory. I choose to turn that off. 
I choose to forget what happened to me. I choose to forgive the offense. I choose to lay it aside, the weight and the sin that easily beset me because I got a race to run. And I got to run the race with patience that is set before me. And just in case I forgot, I got to look to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. He's the author. He started it. Scripture tells us that he who begun the good work in us is faithful to complete it. He didn't forget about you. You say, but I'm not going anywhere. Yes, you are. And if you're delayed, it's not because of him. You're still not denied. You're going someplace in God if you remember what God has said to you. And for that reason, we write it down. The scripture tells us to write the vision and make it plain. We're going to spend some time doing the, the vision thing, the dream boards. We're going to spend some time capturing that so that you can remember where it is that you're supposed to be next year, this time. I'm not talking about remember where you were last year this time. You can use that if you want to. But you know what? I remember God gave me a plan, and that plan was not just a one-minute plan. It wasn't a two-minute plan. It wasn't a three-minute. It's not just a short plan. This is a long-term plan. How many know there's a difference between short-term and long-term plan? Yeah, interest dividends pay higher on long-term investments just by virtue of the fact that you leave it in the investment longer. I'm in this for the long haul. I'm sure some mothers in this room or some, some older gentlemen in this room say, you know what, I, I ain't giving up now. I don't come too far to turn back now. I remember where it brought me from. And if I go back to that, I'm lost. So I have an obligation to myself and my memory. <laughs> I have an obligation to tell my mind, you keep moving forward. I have an obligation to tell my mind and everything that tries to ride your mind. Anybody ever had passengers that you didn't want? Yeah, you had passengers, you know, you had passengers and you're like, okay, I don't know where y'all going, but I'm going here. And if y'all, if you don't want to go, see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm heading toward the church. If you're not going with me to the church, then you probably best, best to get out now, as they would say. You best to unload yourself right now. And those are the types of statements that you have to tell your mind. I'm going up and over. I'm not going under. I'm not going to go around it. I'm not going to try to weasel my way. I'm going to go up and over. And if I can't go up and over, I'm going through. I'm going to make to where make it to where it is that God has spoken for me to be. Because I remember. I remember he said to me, son, and he gave me a list of things. I didn't forget. I know he didn't. The only thing that God chooses to forget, that is the sin that we are worthy of death of. He chooses. He got a memory too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He even reminds us. He said, remember when the children of Israel were trapped at the Red Sea? Yeah, I remember. Remember I just told Moses to stretch out his hand and the rod that was in his hand, he used it to part the Red Sea. Remember that? Remember Joshua in the battle of Jericho when I I gave him specific instructions. I told him to march around that wall seven times, seven days. And on the seventh day, march around seven times. Then don't say a word. Then when it's time to shout, I want you to shout. Lift up the ram's horn, blow the trumpet and shout. And when Joshua did specifically what God told him, he had to remember the formula. What did God say to you? He said, get up and go to prayer every Wednesday in the month of December. Yep, I remember that. He said, fast every week on such and such day or pray at 930 every every night. He, you remember those things and God will do what he said. You forget those things. God has no obligation to perform them. None. You ever miss a flight? You ever miss a plane? That's one of the worst feelings in the world. 
especially since you know you can't get a refund on that ticket. Doesn't that just hurt? I have missed a flight sitting in the terminal by the door. And as it closed, I woke up. Sorry, sir, you'll have to get another flight. Because once the door is closed, it cannot be reopened. That was a prophecy for some of y'all. Don't miss, don't miss your, your disembarkment to your next place. Because you sleep or you missed church that night. Which I do in church. I, if I were you, I wouldn't rely on secondhand experience and secondhand information. I, would, I, couldn't, I could not rely. Some of you all have so much faith and confidence in your friends. You'd be like, girl, what they talk about in church? Nah, just the same old thing. You missed it. No, I ain't missed nothing. I'll catch him next week. The devil is a lie. God is alive and he's speaking expressly into the body and you never know when something's going to drop. You never know. You used to listen to the radio for your favorite song and when it came on, you're like, there it is, there it is right there. You remember that, right? They're playing my song. At some point, that word is going to be specifically for you. At some point, the prophecy is going to be specific to you. It's profitable to us all, according to the scripture, but at some point, it's going to be your moment to move. It'll be your rite of passage. At some moment in time, you're going to get the exact very thing that God has promised. If you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. I mean, this makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? But you don't think about that when the devil's trying to cloud your memory with bad stuff. You don't think about that when you say, yeah, I remember the last time I had a headache like this. I had to go to the hospital. I rebuke it. I ain't going to the hospital. It costs too much money. (laughs) Now, don't go back and say, Pastor, say don't go to the hospital. You better pray and believe and follow the instructions of your spirit. By all means, it's called 911 for a reason. <laughs> all right? International for emergency code, okay? What I want you to consider is that we should do a 911 on the devil. Psalm 91 and 1. When we get in that situation, we dial 911. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will see of the Lord. He is my strength, my refuge, and him will I trust. You can't just stop at 911. You just go through the whole psalm reminding the enemy that you're not afraid. Remember this month all the things that God has promised. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-974. 9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nations Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.